Support for this episode of 9 to Thrive HR is brought to you by the Predictive Index, serving more than 8,000 clients across 142 countries and delivering solutions in 70 languages. The Predictive Index is a simple methodology that allows businesses to understand what drives their people so they can take them where they want to go. Visit www.predictiveindex.com to learn how to select, hire, and onboard the best-fitting talent, increase employee engagement, develop teams, discover high-potential employees, and much, much more. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on another episode of 9 to Thrive HR, a podcast produced by the Human Capital Institute, where we discuss some of the most pressing issues facing talent management today. We help surface ideas and solutions to those problems by speaking to experts and practitioners in the field. My name's Andrew Bateman. I'm your host for today. I'm joined by Tracy Spannenberg, Senior Vice President, Human Resources at the Granite Group. Tracy, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So let's just get started with a little bit more about you, Tracy. I'd love for our audience to sort of get to know a little bit about your background and uh, and what you do at the Granite Group. So could you start us off with just a little bit uh, about yourself? Sure. Uh, I've been in human resources for probably longer than I, I care to admit. I started my career in college uh, more than 20 years ago, working for a very, very large company um, where I learned a lot, but learned that I wanted to focus on a smaller company. So um, from there, I went into HR management at a newspaper where I stayed for uh, many years um, and then progressed up my career at that company. And then I went into human resources um, for a law firm. I worked in human resources for another distribution company. Company, and then I came to the Granite Group. So I've led HR teams for about 20 years. Um, and the Granite Group is a mid-sized company. We have about 500 employees. We have 34 locations throughout all of New England. And we're a wholesale distributor of plumbing, heating, cooling, water supplies, and now propane supplies. Excellent. Thank you so much. So if you could distill the Granite Group's talent philosophy into a sort of elevator pitch for everybody and and that's obviously for our listeners, but I'm sure that that's the type of thing that you have to do for your evangelists out there in the field, your recruiters. So so if you could, in short, and, and sum that up, what would that be? Sure. Um, so we are a rare company that we both respect and develop seasoned, highly experienced talent, um, but also we encourage and develop new talent uh, without industry experience. A culture fit is our most important thing. Uh, experience can be gained over time. Um, we have teams at each of our 34 branches that are responsible for developing new team members, and they'll assist in coaching and managing those out who are not a fit. Uh, we identify high potentials early on, and then we give them opportunities to shine through different work assignments, exposure to senior leaders, and a number of other things. We're still small enough so that our senior leaders interact with all of our employees regularly. I'm sure that that helps uh, sort of uh, establish that that sort of culture is king mentality when you're able to get so much uh, crossover between senior leaders and, and entry-level employees. I'm sure that really helps uh, elevate that, that whole does. principle. It does. And we're all out in our branches quite regularly and, and still find that even in this day and age with all of the technology that that face-to-face interaction is really, really critical. So I'm really interested in how you have been able to layer that philosophy of, of culture fit uh, and, and development, um, even if you're not uh, you know, experienced in that industry. How, how does that translate into the hiring process? 
So our hiring at the Granite Group is decentralized. So sometimes that can make it challenging to find a right fit for our company culture and the individual culture of the branch because each branch manager is essentially the hiring manager for the branch. So we not only have to fit our company culture, but also that unique team environment in each branch. Um, But more than any company I've worked at in the past, uh, the Granite Group gets it right. Culture fit is so important here. Um, Team members are involved in the interview process. We have a really strong referral pipeline. Uh, Often we hire former customers, and we have a lot of bounce-back employees that may go on to try something different and find themselves back at the Granite Group at some point in time. That's really interesting. I I, I love that that's uh, such a priority. Uh, I'd really love to dig in a little bit more about how 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 do you establish uh, culture fit? Is it something that um, you you know what the culture is, so you know what you're looking for, or is it a is it a gut feeling? How how does that sort of get uh, get measured? It's a little bit of everything. So we um, traditionally our model had been well, you were in the industry come to work for us. And and as time goes on, people aren't going into the industry in the same numbers um, as they were in the past. So we've really had to reinvent how we look at things. And um, can someone work in a really fast-paced environment? Can someone work as part of a team? That is incredibly important in any of our locations. Can they uh, multitask and do different things um, at different times? They may be in the warehouse one day, in the counter one day, um, out delivering to one of our customers one day. Um, so it's a it's a mix of definitely team fit, uh, gut feel, uh, but we also use um, assessments, and that's a really important part of our hiring process. So how does the assessment data uh you know, work for everybody. And I'll give you a hypothetical. So let's let's think about a hiring manager that is having a difficult choice uh, between two similarly qualified candidates. What does the uh, assessment data um, do to make that decision easier? So all of our hiring managers use the predictive index. Um, before I started here, I actually never had used assessments. I had used them in college and in graduate school, but not as part of the hiring process. I really relied on gut feel as an HR practitioner. Um, I felt like that was really the way to make decisions. And then I took the PI and I read my results and it was really astounding. It was it was spot on. It really got me in a way I didn't really get even myself and, and really came to understand myself a lot better. Um, so my first few months here, I trained uh, as a PI practitioner. I spent a lot of time learning about why it was so important. I talked to all of our managers um, and then found out our process here. I started here at the Granite Group uh, the middle of last year. Uh, one of my predecessors spent a lot of time defining roles and what a best fit candidate might look like. So managers actually have this benchmark that they can look at and and see what, if you're hiring a warehouse employee, if you're hiring a counter employee, an outside sales employee, what that um, ideal fit might look like. So since we're decentralized, it really helped give the managers a sense of, of that role. So when there's a tough choice between two similar candidates, the edge is definitely given to the candidate who most fits the PI. Um, for example, we have a number of roles with really routine tasks. The job is pretty much the same every day, and some people do really well in that environment. Many don't. I, I am one who would not. Um, and the PI can really predict that someone may not be the best fit for a role like that because they need a variety and stimulation on a regular basis. Um, that's just one piece of the puzzle. Uh, for example, my PI was not an exact match to the PI of the desired SVP of HR. 
I have a lower B. So it means I tend to be introverted, which you wouldn't think was a great fit for HR. Um, actually, I most people who know me wouldn't realize that, and, and I kind of present myself more as an extrovert. Uh, but it was a match to my CEO's uh, desired SVP of HR. So here I am. That's interesting. I can relate to that, Tracy. I've, I've read a lot about that sort of ambivert persona where you're sort of a uh, you know, your default position is an introvert, but you're able to pr- project those uh, extrovert tendencies. And, and those are those are tricky. That's a little bit harder to, to read. And, and uh, it makes me really wonder, I think, you know, you talked about two different dynamics there in that example. One was how you were able to sort of give the edge to um, the, the PI. Um, but also you talked a lot about reading the results for yourself. And, and I'm really interested in, in exploring that when you have such a, um, a trusted uh, and uh, rich data set about an individual or about yourself, is that the type of thing that you share with folks once they've come on board to help sort of guide their development? We do. Uh, we hadn't much before, and this is a newer thing for us now, and we're sharing the information with candidates or potential candidates, and we're also sharing it with our team here. Um, something that's, I think, fairly new for BI is they're really realizing that the data can be used to develop and manage people. Uh, they've added a number of tools that can really help with that. So we recently sent a manager to a PI practitioner workshop because of challenges with their team. And every team member's PI was reviewed in the workshop. And now I'm going to work with the manager to develop some training so that everyone can understand themselves, each other, and how to function better as a team. We've done that here with our senior leadership team. Many years ago, we had some issues with people working together. Once they saw their own working style and and their own style in general and saw others, they understood why they may be butting heads or they may not agree. Um, And not everyone agrees all the time, but at least they could acknowledge that they understand why there was conflict and then move past that. So it it really, um, before I got here, had a huge impact on our leadership team. We're fairly open, and now PI has these placards that we're going to print off for our offices here where uh, it's right out for everyone to see. You walk up to someone's door or cubicle, and you can see how to best interact with them. So for someone like you that's leading uh, a company, that's a smaller company, but uh, obviously you're doing a lot of things that uh, are based off of some of your experience with larger organizations, you're, I assume, probably the, the keeper of, of these development initiatives and, and a, a lot of the uh, HR responsibilities, obviously. But uh, one of the things that right. we've talked a lot about at HCI is how important it is to get manager buy-in. And in, in this age of sort of high-performing teams and agile uh, working styles, I imagine that the manager uh, has a lot of responsibility for talent development. Is there anything that you're doing that helps equip them, uh, whether it's through their own development with some of their PI data or uh, the, the data about those uh, whom they manage. Could you talk a little bit about how you're sort of helping equip managers with uh, some of the responsibility for performance and development and engagement and all of those things that have been traditionally the realm of HR? It really starts at the top with buy-in from our CEO. Uh, we have an executive team, we have a leadership team, we have regional directors, we have branch managers. So the philosophy has to start at the top. So I work closely with my CEO. I work with our COO who's out in the branches all of the time and making sure we're all on the same page. 
all of our branch managers have access to the PI data. They can run their own reports. Usually they're asking someone in HR for assistance. Um, and they also have access to a number of tools in regards to performance management. So we really set a goal, and this is something that we're still working on, that when it comes to review time, nothing should be a surprise, that we're giving consistent feedback throughout the year to our employees. I, I just was talking about this this morning. We have one location where we have some some newer employees, some millennials that, that specifically went to their manager, and they asked for um, – regular meetings. Can we meet twice a month so I can understand how I'm doing? I can correct any problems that I might have um, and I can progress within the company. So we have a number of tools. We don't have enough time to go into them uh, today, but we have a number of tools that we use to really encourage our employees to learn. We have a, a new LMS that we put in place and we promote from within far more often than we bring in people from the outside. So it's very, very, very important to us. And, and something like a PI is is critical to that in understanding what someone may be good at or may be a best fit for down the road. Absolutely. I think that that's a great way to incorporate some of those tools to allow you to set uh, forward a, a talent strategy that uh, is, is really rooted in, like you had mentioned at the top, culture fit and, and helps to uh, bring in people uh, with internal mobility and, and create development opportunities for everybody. So thanks for outlining that for us today, Tracy. It's really been great uh, hearing from you, and we, we look forward to learning more uh, sometime in the future. Great. Thank you. That concludes our podcast for today, everyone. We would like to give a big thank you to the Predictive Index for making this possible. And we'd also like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. We encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you've enjoyed what you've heard. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Smart Radio, and on the YouTube channel HCI Talent. We'd like to again thank Tracy Sponnenberg as well as the Predictive Index. Without their generous support, we wouldn't be able to deliver great content like this. And if you're interested in learning more about what we've discussed in today's episode, you can find more resources at hci.org. For 9 to Thrive HR and all of the Human Capital Institute, I'm Andrew Bateman.